Kane Browns on 98.5 The Bull on a Thursday. It's Tig and Daniel. Good morning, Daniel. Tig, if I wasn't on the radio, I would listen to this show. You know why? Mm-mm. And this is a true story here. You got to listen every morning because we could be talking about you. Do you know what I'm saying? If you're driving around, like, the, uh, for instance, the other day, we were talking about you getting the bill at Roca. And it was the ladies, like, first day or whatever, and you looked at the bill and you thought they didn't take off a beer or something like that. And you're like, mm-hmm. well, madam, I think we have a little bit of a problem. You didn't take that beer off. And it turned out that she had, and she even pointed out, like, sir, look, it is taken off at the yes, bottom. Yes, she did. Uh, the so ladies, she got on the radio because of that. Right. We're talking about that lady. Uh, remember the time those two ladies broke into your house? And they, you had just moved in. They thought the house was still empty, and Tyke's just moved into a, a brand-new home, and his family's asleep in the other room, and he looks over, and under his table are two women asleep. Yes, they were asleep. And, we're, and you know, those ladies should listen to this show because guess what? We're talking about them. Other stars. We talked about how um, your neighbor, Handsome Tim and Maddie, they got engaged, had like three or four engagement parties. Oh, Daniel didn't give out a, to a single one. So the reason you should listen to this show, especially in this area, is because we could be talking about you. Yeah. Well, I remember I told you I went to the Army uh, surplus store the other day, mm-hmm. and they had the bull, 98.5 the bull, on in there. And while I'm in there, I go, this is, you know, I, I appreciate their listening because I would like to keep this job. And, you know, if people don't like us, we lose our job. So I said, oh, well, that's good that somebody's listening to us. And then they sold the damn radio <laughs> to yeah. somebody, and they unplugged it, so we weren't on anymore. Right. And so now not only are you talking about that military surplus store, you're talking about whoever bought the radio. Yes. So don't you need to listen to the show where they could be talking about you every single day? That's kind of us, man, because uh, whatever happens in your life and my life, we bring it to the show, don't we? I just want to make sure nobody's, like, talking about me. That's why I would listen. Right. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) To make sure we weren't talking about you. Like, you ever get a pocket dial? Yeah. And uh, maybe it goes to your voicemail or something. And and you're sleeping. You wake up and there's a voicemail. And if they're talking about, like, Yahtzee or cutting grass or something like that, you just hang up after about five seconds. But if they're talking about you, you listen to every single second of it. They're like, that Caitlin. Let me tell you about Caitlin. Yeah. Caitlin's going to be listening to that voicemail, right? Right. So, Absolutely. yeah, how could you miss an episode of this show? Because you never know. We could be talking about you. And anything you might have missed, you should listen live every morning. But uh, we also do post it online with our Tiger Daniel podcast, which you can listen to anywhere you listen to podcasts. Tiger Daniel, T-I-G-E, and po- uh, what is it? What? T-I-G-E and Daniel. Never mind. You know what? Don't listen. And listen to us talk this trash about you. mouth over here. Try to, uh, <laughs> like, buddy, 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 buddy. Daniel, it's 98.5 The Bull, less than an hour away from Gary Allen tickets. Good morning, Daniel. Tag, I feel, I feel like you, uh, you've rung in the new year in the worst way possible, and you lost your television remote. We were yes. trying to watch football. We had built a fire out in your backyard. You lost the remote. Uh, as far as I know, you still haven't found it. How do you live your life with no remote control in your house? Well, this TV that I put outside for New Year's Eve bowls and stuff, it's a TV we use inside, and I just took it off the mount real quick and put it outside. Mm-hmm. So this isn't a, a TV I keep in my garage and never use unless there's a football game on. This is an active television in our our house. And now I can't use that TV at all because I have no remote, and I still have not found the remote. And but- it is a very frustrating way to bring in the new year to not know how to work this television. How have you, how, what, what day is it now? How many days into Today the new is year? January the 5th. So we're about, uh, yeah, five days into the new year with no remote control. Yeah. 
You know, you lost your keys a while ago. You I found did. them in the junk drawer. How long had you lost your keys? So, so long that, uh, and losing your keys is terrible, by the way. I mean. I think losing your remote is way worse. But uh, it was so long that I, I had to hire like a locksmith to come out and just make a new key. And I knew, and I knew this was going to happen. This is the way the universe works, right? And I didn't want to call anybody because it was going to be like $300 or something. And I, but finally I said, well, I have to have a key to the car, man. Otherwise this thing is just a paperweight. I got to have another key. And uh, finally I call somebody, they come over, they build a key for the car. You know, these cars, these days, you can't just have a key. It's got a remote and all that nonsense going on. And, um, you know, I pay in the money or whatever. The next day I find my keys in the junk drawer and everybody's got that drawer where you don't know what to do with stuff. So you just put it all in this one place. So, but here's the problem about a uh, losing your remote. There's no locksmith for remote control. And uh, I don't know how you've gone five days with having no television remote. How are you turning <laughs> on and off the television? We're not. You just, so it you're just not even function. watching television. No, it doesn't work. There's nothing I can do about it. Well, actually, well, we just got a message just now from somebody named Tracy Harrelson that says, just get a, a universal remote for your television. As soon as I buy that remote, though, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to find the original it? remote. If my remote control for my television was missing, there's nothing I wouldn't do <laughs> in order to get wow. this remedied. That's I what mean, motivates you. Well, so buy the remote then. If you think you'll find a new one, like right, you, you, you think you'll find your old one the second you buy a universal one. I mean, what in the world could have happened to it? I don't know. I'm almost thinking somebody took it to mess with me. Like, because we had people over the house. Did somebody take These it people, just to... I, I, I was there. These people would not take your remote because that would be a very cruel thing to do. Because I had said yesterday, like, hey, you want to do a little prank on your friends and family when you go to their house? Just take their remote with you when you leave. That would be too far. That is crossing a line. It really is. Yeah. <laughs> I don't see how you're just like, oh, okay, I'm just going to live with it. I'm trying not to think about it. I'm I, telling I you, 48 counseling. hours, I would buy, I would buy a new television. Hand to God. Yeah. I couldn't go without my having my television. It's basically a paperweight again, like my car was for a minute. Well, you can I download can't do that. Anything you with said it. Uh, the problem is you can download a Roku remote on your phone, but it won't control the volume. Yes, and it's on mute. Who in the world developed that app? Like, yeah, hey, we can do everything except what you need. I can watch things in silence. That's about all I got. Maybe. How, like, honestly, how are you getting sleep at night knowing this remote's out there and you can't find it? I'm not. It's messing me up. Have you heard our show this week? It sucks. That's what... Ugh. I'm all messed up because of that remote. What are you going to do, though? What's the plan? I guess I'm going to get on and buy a universal remote. Just get a new television. That's what, crazy. What you got, like, a, you, this guy's got, like, a 30-inch television in his living room over the fireplace. For real, like, come on, you you be making a little money now. Why don't you get a nice television? Thirty inches not big enough. No, really. But yeah, yeah, I do have a tiny got a television, television like that. Our grandparents used to have. They sit on the table to it's watch like television. <laughs> oh, black and white. <laughs> yeah. For real, why don't you go to Best Buy? Do like I did. I said I'm going to go to Best Buy, and I got a very strict budget. I'm not going to spend more than X amount of money on a television. I go into Best Buy, they razzle and dazzle me, buddy. I mean, they got me. I'm a, so you got I am a, $200 in mind. And... I'm a sucker, yeah. I said, I'm not going to spend any more than $300. I walk out of there like $1,200, best television I could get. <laughs> they got you <laughs> they good, just, didn't they? They were like a snake oil salesman because they put the, uh, what they do, if you go to Best Buy, mm -hmm. they put like the very cheapest televisions on one end and they have you look at that and then each television that goes up in price... So they have it all in a row. You're drawn to 
the price point television, like I can get one for like $100, but then they set it right next to the good televisions, and you go, well, maybe I ought to do that. They set it next to the slightly better television. Mm-hmm. And by the end of the day, I'm ready to like get the nicest one they have. Yeah, they got you good, dog. That's right. Oh, what are we doing here? Oh, craft body scan. Listen, you got to look out for your health, man. My dad, uh, he got uh, a couple of years ago, came down with colon cancer. Mm-hmm. And he goes to the doctor, and they said, uh, Houston, you've had this for maybe 10 years. The guy had no idea. Yeah. So if you go to craftbodyscan.com, they can uh, scan you. And see if there's anything going on that you might not know about. It's like a selfie for your body, you know, to figure out what's going on in there. And listen, at our age, Ty, don't you get weird pains all the time? You're like, "Uh uh-oh, what is this? Yeah, I think it's the big one. You think it's the big one? Well, you uh, can prevent this. Craft body scan can also maybe ease your mind as well. They could say, uh, you know, oh, maybe there's something here. Oh, maybe you're fine or whatever. And right now, for $149, they can scan. It's a couple's heart and lung scan for $149. That sounds like money well spent to me. Oh, gosh. Yes. What's going on? Well, it could save your life. Could be. They do a low uh, CT scan for things like all these silent killers. You might have a tumor or something like that. Me, I just like sometimes to me just knowing what's going on, it'll ease my mind to right. such a degree that I'm not as stressed out. Just to know that, you know, what I'm facing, right? And we can get rolling with this right now. Yeah, I go to craftbodyscan.com. Craftbodyscan.com. Bullseye traffic from the Duval Plumbing Traffic Center. There's kind of like two different types of people in the world, if you think about it. It's 98.5 The Bull. One is the person that gets Christmas over as soon as it's over. You take the tree down on the 26th, you get all the stuff in the boxes, and you get the attic and all that. Then there's the other one that just go, eh, whatever. I uh, grew up with some neighbors, and uh, they were an older couple, and I was a teenager. So to me, they seemed like they were 100. Uh, Fern and Scooter. And Fern and Scooter, they did not give a rat's A when that Christmas stuff came down. In fact, it would be July, and although they didn't turn on the lights on the house, they still had the icicles and all that on the house, right? Yeah, they left their uh, lights up. Yeah, so I wanted to know from you, is there anybody out there that's listening that still has their Christmas tree up and Christmas decorations and all that? What percent of the uh, population do you think still has that Christmas tree up and decorated? I would say there's a, a healthy percentage of people that still have their Christmas tree. Right, well, well, give me a number. What January fifth. I'd say thirty uh, percent of people. Thirty sti- percent. Yeah. I think that's a little, a little high. That's a little heavy. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's take calls. Nine one eight eight seven nine ninety eight ninety eight. Nine one eight eight seven nine ninety eight ninety eight. Do you still have your decorations up? Or if you don't, when did you take them down? I, I did it on January twenty sixth because I had a tree in the house. I mean, excuse me, uh, December twenty sixth. Say you were. Uh... Because I had a tree in the house, and I got this tree, and it's a live tree, and we take it home, and I put water in the thing, and uh, I never had to put water in it again because it wasn't drinking water. The thing was dead, dead. Even when I got it home, and so I said, this is a huge fire hazard at this point, so I, <laughs> I took it down. Good morning. Who's this? Oh, boy. Phones again. Uh, Tig, each and every year, shocked to learn that wood burns. He's like, I can't believe this thing burns like it does. This thing was a fire hazard because, remember, we burned it in the fire pit on Mm -hmm. New Year's Eve, and this thing went up. You wouldn't wouldn't believe how fast a Christmas tree burns. 918-879-9898, We want to know if your tree is still up. I got some questions for you for sure. Is it hard uh, to take down the tree when you have a kid in the house? Because I remember I one time came over to your uh, house, 
and hauled off your Christmas tree for you. And uh, your little son, Mac, walked with me out to load the uh, tree into the truck. And then uh, when I loaded it up, he steps up onto the tailgate and he kisses the stump of the tree. It was sad to see Yeah, he, and he was like, thank you, tree. <laughs> thank you for Christmas tree. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's Saigon Daniel. Who's this? This is Jessica. Jessica, you still got that tree up? I do not, but my best friend still has hers up. And what's your best friend's name? Christina. Can we call Christina this morning and ask what's going on? Why in the world after, what is it, 10 days after Christmas? Um, I can tell you why. Well, go ahead. Uh, she is waiting on some family to come back into town so they can do their last round of Christmas. And oh. they have little kids with them. Christmas over. So they're trying to <laughs> keep it up for the little kids. My sister was telling me that yesterday. She's like, we got another Christmas this weekend. I'm like, yeah, Christmas is over, y'all. Yeah, you have to do like two or three weekends sometimes of Christmas, right? I, I can't. Yeah. Well, she... Go ahead. She has other family out of state, so she's with that family out of state. And then when they come back this side of all right. the state, then uh, they're going to do their Christmas with them and then take it all down. But my stuff was down like two days after Christmas. <laughs> you were on the ball. Well, I appreciate the call. Yeah. Thank you. Thank Bye. you. <laughs> All right. So they got an extended Christmas in that family. Hey, good morning. It's Tig and Daniel. Who's this? Oh, boy. People hear your voice, Tig, they hang up. That, yeah, that as soon as I say hello, hear, everybody's yeah. like, bye. Hey, it's Tig and Daniel. Who's hi. this? This is Weeda. Weeda? Yes. Weeda, you got your tree still up? Um, I will be taking it down today. Why do you still have it up? What's happened to you? Uh, nothing. Uh, I just uh, decided to leave it up till the 12th night. <laughs> what is going on with the, these phones? These are like the phones they used at Andy Griffith show where they picked it, you know, that thing on the earpiece you put up to your ear and you're talking to the hole. What is going on? <laughs> no, it's like. Hey, it's Sagadango. Who's this? We're not calling the moon. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Dustin. What's up? Hey, what's going on, man? I'm just calling in about the Christmas tree thing. Yeah, you got your Christmas tree yeah. still up? Yeah, this old lady's toy stuff. She says it's bad luck before the snakes to take it down, I guess. I don't know. So, in other words, your Call wife says her. it's bad luck to take down the tree before the the 6th. Yeah, otherwise I'd have threw it already in the shed already. <laughs> <laughs> He's got an artificial got tree. Everything. Yeah, yeah, we got those little fake one. I'm a Cowboys fan. She's a Cardinals fan, so see, we got two trees. One mine's blue and silver. Hers is whatever, breaded, whatever. <laughs> Sounds like a magical Christmas at your house every year with two trees, too. Man, it is. It is. You know, we don't have a big family. Most of my family's back in Florida, but we make it our own, so I let her do what she wants during the holidays. She loves Decorate. So I guess uh, you kind of answered my question. I thought it was a function of laziness, but uh, there's actually a reason you leave it up. In your case, it's bad yeah, luck. In another case, yeah, the, yeah. What happened on the year that she took it down before the sixth? Um, I didn't. I've never seen anything. I don't think she's ever done it. But when we weren't together, I took my Christmas tree down like as soon as Christmas was done. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what what you'll do and for love? Never bad. <laughs> right, exactly. Hey, I appreciate Gotta the call. Make happy wife, happy life. That's that's what they say, and that's not bad advice. All right, buddy, y'all have a good day. All right, you too. Now, oh, we just ninety-eight-five. The bull weather provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. 
98.5 The Bull. Hey, good morning. Who is this? Megan. Hey, Megan. What's on your mind? Did you take your Christmas tree down yet or no? No, my Christmas tree is still up. Is that because it's uh, kind of lazy, can't get motivated, or what is it? Oh, no. My husband's birthday is January 13th, and we are throwing a surprise birthday party, and it just keeps me from having to decorate again. Well, you just blew the surprise for your poor husband. No, I guess it is kind of lazy. <laughs> oh, he's having a surprise birthday party. You just announced on the radio. Yeah, what kind of surprise party is this? Well, he has not made it out the door yet, so he won't hear this. What if he listens to the podcast? (laughs) So you're going to have... No, he doesn't. I got to say, though, uh, can I... I People don't... Who have a birthday around Christmas, they don't like it when there's a Christmas birthday party. They want... Because it's unfair that they weren't born in July and they don't, you know, get a spring or summer birthday party. Um, Aren't you concerned that he's not going to like a Christmas-themed birthday? No. No, we we got married in May, and we had a Christmas-themed wedding. Oh, um, and my birthday is January 7th, so um, we, we, we're we big on Christmas. We love Christmas. What do you mean a Christmas-themed wedding? Like you were dressed as Santa? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but we had lots of Christmas trees, and um, yeah, there were lots of Christmas. It, it was supposed to be Christmas in July. But our best man was going to be overseas in July, so we had to have it in May. I see. So you, so you, Christmas you moved it around. Um, but you're a person, you said you were born January 7th, right? Yes. When you were growing up, did you ever get that thing uh, where uh, it was your birthday, but people just gave you a happy birthday slash Merry Christmas? 12 minutes away from Gary Allen tickets. It's 98.5 The Bull. Good morning, Tig. And you got Daniel. Still on the fence, Tig, about uh, the realtor sent me a, a home in your neighborhood. Still on the fence about even looking at it. Because I'm, well, well cause I don't, I don't want to live, I don't know if it'd be a good <laughs> idea to live very close to you. You don't want to live near me. Okay. Do you think I would come over and talk to you? I think you would. Are I you think crazy? you would come over too often. I'll be honest with you. I really do think you would. That's crazy. I don't want to see you. I love you, buddy. I know. Listen, but, you know, I've had enough Daniel uh, in my life. I one time you were living over in Brookside when we first moved here, and I came to your house once, unannounced, and you were standing out on the porch. Lord knows what you're doing, and you look up, you see my car pull into the parking lot, and your face dropped in such a way <laughs> that it hurt my feelings very badly. I see. <laughs> Sorry. And I feel like that well, if I didn't I, want you there. I know. I get it. And I feel like if I lived in your neighborhood, I think roles would be reversed. I think you're going to be over there all the time. Mm-hmm. Do you know what's weird about our relationship? I read the story about uh, former President John F. Kennedy. Mm-hmm. And he becomes president of the United States. And he lives at the White House. And he's got his little brother's working for him, uh, Robert Kennedy. And so, you know, you got the Kennedy brothers. One's president. One is serving in the administration. And Robert Kennedy later wrote that he was hurt that his brother never invited him to see the living quarters at the White House. He never got one invitation to come into the White House outside of the office part. You live in an apartment. I've never been to your house. You've been there one time. Before you even moved in, so that doesn't count. There was no Mm -hmm. furniture. I don't know what you got going on over there. I don't know if you got ceramic cats or suits of armor in there. I don't know what's going on. It kind of hurts my feelings you never invited me over. Why, why haven't I been invited over, by the way? I, I don't understand. Like, what do you mean? What do you mean? mean you don't understand? I have to be like, uh, Ty, would you please come over to my apartment? Yeah, that would be a courteous thing to do. Wouldn't it? 
We're best friends. We've you known know, each other I for 20 maybe years. Maybe that would have happened until your face dropped that time when I pulled into the parking lot. <laughs> when I had disgust and disdain. And I guarantee you, what makes you think that if I lived uh, a block away from your house, what makes you think you wouldn't be coming over to my apartment or house too much if I lived within a block or two? Just too much Daniel, man. I, I see you for four hours a day. We do yeah. the show together, and that, that's good. That's enough. Here's the thing about me. When I get off the air, I go home, and I go to I go take a nap. And I don't mean like a 20-minute nap. I go take like a three-hour nap. Yes, you do. I feel like you would start coming over to my house too often while I'm asleep and because uh, your wife works from home. I feel like you would come over too often and just like hang out while I'm asleep, and I wake up, and I come in there, and you're in the living room. And so you're making a decision as to, and this is a huge purchase in life. This is a great a looking house. house. I love the kitchen. And you the won't house. do it because I'm near. I think you'd be too close. <laughs> and this house could go up in value. I mean, there's all sorts of ramifications. But you're making a decision about whether I'm or worried. not I'd be there. Or not. I'm worried that you would be there too often. Uh, Mac, your son would be over there a lot, and that would be fine with me. I would be fine with that. But I don't want. I wouldn't want you and your wife coming over so you know too often. <laughs> Okay, you know, I, I don't disagree with that sentiment. I mean, I don't want you around a whole You saw lot. the house? What do you think? Beautiful house. Nice little house. Be great for you. Also, I kind of like when I'm out walking my dog and things like that on Riverside. I don't I don't run into anybody I know. I don't have to stop and chat. Mm -hmm. I live in uh, total anonymity over there. I feel like if I try to walk my dog in your neighborhood, people are going to be out and about, and I have they to will talk be. to, and they, I, they I don't want to talk to a bunch of chatters, they'll, you know what I'm saying? They'll all want to talk to you, and, uh, you know, people hate me, and I still get talked to, so somebody likable like you would really get talked to. Oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I don't know, do I look at the house or no? Just say, I think like, you go I'll, over there yeah, and look skip at it. it. Sure, and I promise I'll never talk to you, except when we're here at 3 What makes yesterday. you think you wouldn't come over to my house all the time? I, I like being alone a lot of times. I don't think well, I want to be around. you know you're married with a kid. You're never alone. Right. So I wouldn't want to add to that. I've got my thing going on. I don't know what you do. You sit there. I don't know what you do at your house. You listen to your wind chimes or something. I've got things going on. I got a kid. I got a wife. I got tag, dinner. I got tag, 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 get tag, tag, tag. clothes ready I've known for you many years. You got nothing going on. <laughs> I see pictures like your wife will put pictures on Facebook sometimes. You know what you're always doing? You're in that one spot on that phone. That's all you do. You got no, what do you have going on? Raising a child. And you, you sit over there and look at your rain gauge. And you just it said rains. you don't know what I do. So how are you saying that all I do is watch my anyway, rain gauge? If you move into the house, I promise I'll never talk to you. Okay, so by the house. I, I see what you're doing. You're doing reverse <laughs> psychology because you want me over there in that neighborhood. You know what I do want is to give away some Gary Allen tickets, Daniel. And we got that coming up in uh, seven minutes here on 98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country. Good morning. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Duval Plumbing Traffic Center. Gary Allen tickets are free right now on 98.5 The Bull with our bull fight. We do it every morning about 7.40. We ask for you to call, and here we go. Playing today, who do we got on the line, Daniel? We've got Megan from Bixby taking on Deidre from Bristow. Ladies, uh, would you like to go see Gary Allen at the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino? Absolutely, yes. All right, well, what we're going to do is we're going to play the 98.5 The Bull fight. Uh, ask you guys a series of trivia questions, and whoever gets the most right at the end of the contest wins those tickets. So you guys ready to go here? Sure. I'm ready. All right. These are uh, all these fill-in-the-blanks. The answers will be household items. 
household items. Keep that in mind. And we will start with you, Megan. Okay. The saying, lay one's cards on the blank. On the table. On the table. That is correct. Deidre. Born with a silver blank in one's mouth. Spoon. Spoon is correct. You guys are tied up. Up next, Megan. Put all put all one's eggs in one blank. Basket. Basket is correct. Deidre. See the writing on the blank. Wall. Wall is correct. Megan. Roll out the red blank. Carpet. Carpet. Correct. Deidre. Have a bun in the blank. Oven. Oven is correct. We are tied up three to three. Megan. A skeleton in the blank. In the closet. Yes. Deidre. Pot calling the blank black. Kettle. Kettle is correct. We're uh, tied up four to four. Megan. Swept under the... Rug. Rug is correct. Deidre. A watched blank never boils. Pot. Pot is correct. All right. We're tied up now. We'll go to a tie-breaking question. If you know the answer, you'll buzz in by saying your name. Don't answer. Just say your name, and then that's the way you buzz in. Okay. Throw in the blank. Deidre. Deidre, just by a hair. Right, Daniel? Deidre, throw in the blank. What is it? Towel. It is towel. And with that, Deidre, you have uh, defeated Megan in the 98.5 The Bull fight. You've got a choice to make now. Uh, Deidre, you can hold on to these tickets and go see Gary Allen at the uh, Hard Rock Hotel and Casino, or you could give these tickets to Megan. Megan, could you make a quick case on why Deidre should give you the tickets? Well, <laughs> <laughs> I just want I, yeah, <laughs> it'd be great. All right, very eloquent reason that she should give them. She's like, just because I want them. Uh, Deidre, now will you decide to hold on to these tickets or give them to Megan who, quote, just wants them? Um, well, one of the very first songs my boyfriend ever sent me was a Gary Allen song, so I'm going to have to hang on to these tickets. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, 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 what was the song, Deidre, that he sent you? Oh, gosh. Uh, you're going to make me say the title of the song, which I'm really bad about, but it has the song with the airplane in it. <laughs> yeah, okay, so airplane. she doesn't know. What a romance they have. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, well, what a romantic morning here on uh, a Thursday. And guys, we're back tomorrow. Me, hold on, I gotta explore this a little bit. So he sent you the song "Watching Airplanes." Did you at one point leave this guy, and he had to watch you fly away on an airplane? No, then it's not the "Watching Airplanes" one. I'm so sorry. It's the one where uh, it's where he knows it's the right person, like kiss you, touch you, see you, and that person well, leaves well, on madam, a business trip and comes back. Please kiss you, touch you. <laughs> what is going on over there? Called. On a very scandalous oh Tiger Daniel show today. It's either it's either watching airplanes or a kiss you touch you. I don't know what it's called. I'm really terrible with names of songs. This guy's driving around, got a tear running out of his eye. He he's like, ah, oh, my girlfriend doesn't know what song <laughs> I sent her. It's either watching airplanes or kiss you touch you. I don't know. <laughs> well, tell your friends that they can see uh, Gary Allen performing "Kiss You Touch You" at 
right. Hotel and Casino, another chance to win tickets tomorrow morning at 7.40. Have a good morning, ladies. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> the bull. Yeah, 7.52, it's 98.5 The Bull with Tig and Daniel. Hey, who's this? What's up? Good morning. What's happening? Oh, not too much. Just wanted to give you guys a call and just let you know that you guys make my day every morning listening to you guys in the morning. Well, we appreciate that. Uh, let, let me ask you an honest question. Um, say you were uh, hanging over a cliff and you had you had a cliff and you had to me, you were holding on to me with one hand, Tig with the other, and you got to let one go, like in The Good Son. You, you ever see that movie, The Good Son? Yeah, I have. And uh, you gotta, you gotta let somebody go. Who's it gonna be? Oh man, I'll probably just let you guys both stay up, and I'll, I'll take the fall. Get out of here! Come on, you gotta do one or the other. Now keep in mind that um, uh, Tyke has a, a family and all that, and I, I don't. You gotta let one of us go. Who's it gonna be? I might have to let. Tide go. Okay, still, still will be tight. Right, fair family. enough. <laughs> All right. Hey, I appreciate it. I think. And, and Daniel, uh, you got to move into Tide's neighborhood. I think that's going to be a good idea. I'd rather move into hell than uh, live next to Tide. I tell you that. <laughs> Daniel, it's 98.5 The Bull. Hey, Daniel. Ty, you're getting to that age uh, where when you start to try to say my name, and I, I'm sure you do this with your son, where you, you get us confused. You're like, Matt, Daniel. Well, um, yeah. Well, my son's seven. Okay. But you act like a seven-year-old sometimes. And sometimes when I get frustrated with you, <laughs> I will say. You know, you don't have to take every opportunity you can to try to insult me. You know that? No, I'm just being honest. I, I love you, buddy. But, you know, you're a bit of a, I don't think you're the brightest guy I've ever met. You don't? Not really, no. And so every now and then, and uh, my mom used to do this too, and I think parents know what we're talking about, you'll name the wrong person in your midst of frustration. You'll name the wrong one. And as you get older, the names add up. So I'll be in the studio and Daniel says something ridiculous, and I'm like, oh, my God, could you please be quiet, Mac? And I'll say Mac. Do you ever of- call Mac Daniel. Yes. <laughs> yes. I get home and I'm like, Daniel. I mean, Mac. I and my mom's getting to the age where with my with uh, my little nephews, you know, uh, I'm a great Daniel. Like getting getting to that point. And as you get when you get very old, like 80 or 90, you'll go through like the what seemed to be my grandmother went through about 30 names before she ever landed on <laughs> the right name. <laughs> the right name. Do you do that with any other item in your life, like? The the little pods you put in your ear. What do you call those? Earbuds. Those are AirPods. AirPods. And you'll okay. go through, and I'll do the same thing. I'll yeah. go through, uh, I got to put in my AirBuds, earbuds. All, the, all the get, buds. Yeah, you eventually get through all the buds. Yeah. That's interesting, though. You're hitting the age where now you get just two names, but eventually you, there will be uh, many names you go through to try to say your son's name. It is. I don't know what that is because I used to get my feelings hurt, actually, when I was growing up that my mom, you know, would say to me my brother's name. And I go, no, I, I'm Tig. And it kind of made me feel, like, disassociated. Like, she doesn't even know who she's talking to. Did that hurt your feelings that she bit, made a, yeah. a simple mistake? Well, it was like, you know... I lived in her tummy for a while, 
then she helped raise me, and then she doesn't know who I am? That kind of hurt, yeah. Tag, please be mature. You didn't live in her tummy. You lived in her uterus. <laughs> <laughs> you You don't understand how yeah. babies are born. Yeah, now I get it. Yeah. It wasn't her tummy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> okay. Uh, you know, what do we got coming up, Daniel? We got Did You See. Uh, yeah, did what's, you see? what's going around, uh, on, around Tulsa and the world do we need to know about? Big stories coming up. Uh, they named a penguin at the zoo. They let it uh, be named by the public, which is a dangerous game to play when you say, uh, when a city says, well, let the public name something. Because in England, they had a boat, like a ship. And they said, we'll let the people name it. And they named it Bodie McBoatface. Right, which is why I think if they put this name up to a vote, uh, we kind of need to look into this. I don't... Uh... I don't think people chose this name. Well, there's a penguin in Tulsa, a baby penguin, that has gotten a name from the public, and we'll tell you all about that coming up with Did You See on 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Duval Plumbing Traffic Center. 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. You know, they named a penguin at the uh, Tulsa Zoo that they left up to all of us. We got to vote on it, and uh, that's a dangerous game to play. Welcome into Did to See, brought to you by Eye Care Associates of South Tulsa. The reason that's a dangerous game is, uh, I think in England they had a ship, and they're like, "Hey, why don't why don't we let the community vote on this?" And they they said, "Whatever you guys choose, we'll do it." And um, you know, somebody got in there and suggested Bodie McBoatface, and it won. So they have to call this ship. Bodie McBoatface. Mm -hmm. And so it's a dangerous game when even the Tulsa Zoo puts up, like, let's name this new baby penguin we got. A new baby penguin was born in October, and uh, they put it up for review, and I think we did pretty good in Tulsa. We just came up with the name River. Maybe because the river goes through Tulsa. Surely they uh, gave people options. Well, I think so. It's probably multiple choice, and you got to choose. And maybe the Tulsa Zoo put the options out there. I'm not sure exactly. But um, but anyway, River seems like a decent name for a little penguin. Have you ever met a penguin? I haven't. I would love to uh, touch and cuddle a penguin. Oh, it would be like the best, wouldn't it? So welcome River into the world here in Tulsa, everybody. Good morning, Daniel. What do you got? Did you see this? Uh, Texas twins born in different years. And uh, fraternal twins, Annie Joe and Effie Rose, were born at a uh, Texas hospital. Annie being the last baby of 2022 and Effie, being the first of 2023, I think that's a fascinating idea. And do you think that these twins will grow up and the one that was born just six minutes beforehand will use that? Absolutely. Of course. I grew up with a brother, and we tried to kill each other our whole lives. And so, uh, yeah, if there's one little advantage you have, it's like, well, I'm older. You know, I think that you, you use that. Even if it's uh, only a few minutes apart, one was born on December 31, one was born on January 1. So technically, the one baby is a year older than the other? No, not a year older. Hours but older, mean, but they're born in different calendar years. So a year older? No. 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 If I was All born right, January so 10th, Annie Joe's birthday is going to be uh, December 31st, 2022. Okay. And Effie Rose, her birthday is... January, January 1st. 1st, 2023, technically, that's a year older. No, it's not. How, how, 
Do you know how years work? Yeah, okay, so... so if, if I'm born in 1977 and you're born in 1978, I'm a year older than you. No, you're not. It depends on what date within that year I was born. I could be just a month older than you, or a day in this case. God. But it's different years. Different years, but it could be hours apart. <laughs> so technically, the baby is one year older okay. than the other. I cannot believe I attached my career to you. <laughs> uh, did you see this, Ty? People on TikTok are saying putting potatoes in your socks helps with the flu. It's uh, certainly not true. Here's this lady talking about if you have the flu... You slice a potato and put it in your socks overnight to help you feel better? This remedy really works, so hear me out. Get a potato, cut it in half, get two slices out of it, put it beneath each foot, and cover it with a sock overnight. The next morning when you remove the sock, you're going to see an imprint on the bottom of the foot, which is totally fine, and then you're going to see the potato slices, which are disgustingly dark. That's because the toxins are removed, but your child feels so much better. I wish I could sleep in such a way that... I would sleep soundly through the night. That's so much so that people are putting potatoes in their socks. The least little bit of thing will throw me off. I will be unable to get sleep. Like, for example, if my ceiling fan isn't on, I'm not going to sleep a wink. Yeah, so you would be distracted by potato peels or whatever. I'd rather, I, I think I'd rather have the flu. Well, we know that that's not true because I remember somebody called us and said, what you do is you put a potato slice in your sock and it sucks the toxins out. And you'll notice that because the potato is brown. Well, guess what? The potato would be brown if you just left it on your counter. So uh, that's just a old wives' tale, I think. Yeah, not true. See this, uh, Taylor Swift's cat, they say, is the third richest pet in the world at $97 million. How do you, how do you, that, uh, listen, a cat doesn't own a single cent. Cats don't know what money. All they care about is uh, How's it mix. worth money? I mean, just, I don't know. It's one of these things. Does she, uh, like eat fancy feast and fancy feast gives her money for the. Uh, what do you think? Uh, I want you to answer an honest question here. You just got a cat. Yeah. What do you think Taylor Swift's cat is fed? I doubt it's fancy feast. They, you know, this lady's so rich she might have a chef. Could be. That prepares the cat a meal, or yeah, just has somebody go out to Dollar General and get fancy feast for it. Could be. Like but- like you now you have a you, your dog and your cat. If you were. Like a billionaire, would you still feel feed your dog or cat the same thing? Uh, of course. You think so? <laughs> yeah, that's ridiculous. I think I'd get somebody to cook steak for the cat. Why that's not? Crazy. Well, why? There's no reason for it. But cats live as long as they're going to live, whether they're eating a fancy feast or so not. So you're suggesting a cat's diet has nothing to do with how long it will live? No, I'm not suggesting that. But I, I haven't seen a um, any empirical evidence that says if you're feeding them healthy cat food that they'll live longer if you fed, fed them a steak. In fact, it might be worse, right? I don't know. That's what I'm asking you. Anyway, cats don't care if we're dead or alive either. So, Why do you say that? You know, I read this story, and this is going to be a little morbid. I read that uh, if you died and you had a dog, your dog will curl up next to your body and mourn you. A cat, however, if you pass away in your apartment and nobody finds you for a week, that cat will be eating you. That's what I heard. Okay, well, that's I did a fun story about Taylor Swift's cat, and then you're uh, bringing in this uh, cat will eat you. Cat, cats don't mess us when we're gone, I don't think. Uh. Do you think so? I don't know, because I see on um, Facebook and Instagram, some like some cats don't really seem to care about you, but other cats will like literally hug you. Oh. And uh, there are affectionate cats out there. <laughs> you know this guy Ron we know? Yeah. This guy puts a picture up on Facebook. Cat's hugging him. But would that cat hug anybody? 
Does he really care about his owner? I see what you're saying. You see what I'm saying? That's interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think so. It's 98.5 The Bull. Good morning. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. Daniel, have you yet in Tulsa driven the wrong way down a one-way street? Uh, I have a couple of times, yes. Yeah. I think it just happens to everybody, especially if you're downtown. Uh, you're going to get on the road, and you go, well, I'll take a right, and then boom, how come every car is coming at me? Mm-hmm. You know, that kind of thing. The other morning, I'm driving to work, and you know, it's very dark. Uh, the days are short right now, and it's it's like midnight, even at 5-something in the morning, and I'm driving on 13th Street, which is um, it's not like a little one-lane street. This is a, this is a big boy. Mm-hmm. It's three or four lanes wide, and... Uh, so I'm driving, heading into work, going to do our little morning show, and a guy's coming right at me suddenly. And luckily, it's not an interstate. So the guy, maybe 30 miles an hour or something like that, and there was a guy in front of me. He starts flashing his lights at the guy and all this. This guy has gotten on the wrong way, down a one way. And I thought, do I, do I call the cops on this or do I not? What, what do you make of it? No. It, what do you mean, no? The guy made a mistake going down the wrong way. Uh it happens he's going to turn around you call the police and say what i would say um look this guy might have just made a mistake or he could be destroyed like on alcohol or something i just want you let but you, you know. have no proof of that you just i don't suspect but to me that is uh what is it called before you can search a vehicle you have to have a uh, reasonable suspicion or something? something like that right all right i'll be the police and you call me and, and report this uh tulsa police department hey i was on 13th street and there's a guy going the wrong way down the street. And uh, I don't know if he made a mistake or, you know, he might be drinking or something. I, I didn't know, know if you guys wanted to maybe check that out. Okay. What could they do? They're not going to send a squad car. The guy's just going to simply realize he's on the wrong, uh, going the wrong way and turn around and, and head out. So you, I. Uh, Listen, let me, let me tell you what you do. Okay. You call the police too often. Tig and I used to live in Myrtle Beach. And he used to live next to the, uh, they call it the International Waterway, which is a body of water. It's like a river. And uh, it was a river, yeah. And there was a alligator out there, a crocodile, in the river. And Tyke calls the police. <laughs> it's like, hey, guys, just want to let you know there's a uh, crocodile in the International Waterway. And they're like, all right. <laughs> That's a true story. You called you call the police on an animal in nature. I did. What did you think they were going to do? Come and arrest the I didn't alligator? Know, man. I was like, I, I'd never really met an alligator or whatever. And there were kids playing on the riverbank. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, this alligator is going to eat these children. And so I did call the authorities. Here, like, <laughs> and, and what did they say when you called? They were just like you were. They were like, now tell me again. I go, yeah, there's an alligator in the river here. Yes. And they go, is there anything we can help you with? <laughs> You're like, I was outside the other day, and I saw an owl in a tree. What should I do? And they're like, just move on. Yeah, move on with your life. <laughs> Speaking of moving on with your life, I think in the new year, we all get new ideas about things we want to improve on ourselves. And um, you don't need a resolution. What about a solution? And that's Red Mountain Weight Loss, isn't it, Daniel? That's right. Think about this right now. Uh, look at yourself in the mirror, and then think about looking at yourself at a, in the mirror a month from now, and you've lost 20 pounds. Yes. I mean, 20 pounds 
that's an amazing feat in itself, much less within a month, which you could do up to that with Red Mountain Weight Loss. And right now, Daniel, you'll receive four free metabolism boosters and a weight loss consultation. We were th- we went through this, Daniel, and they call you at your house or your office. You don't have to go in, and then they even mail you the medication to your front doorstep. So it's really convenient anyway, right? Yeah. Have you ever uh, known somebody to lose 20 pounds and people go, oh, man, that guy looks awful. He lost 20 pounds. It's no, always the opposite. They're like, oh, oh look at see that them? Guy. They lost 20 pounds. Look great. Look at that tall drink of water. Mm-hmm. And you can start it now with dial or dial t- pound 250. Oh, my Lord. Good grief, Dial pound 250, Daniel. What is your tongue weigh 20 pounds? You can't speak? <laughs> dial pound 250 from your cell phone. Use the keyword Red Mountain Weight Loss. Pound 250, keyword Red Mountain Weight Loss.